So, hello, ladies. Welcome back to the Power Hour podcast. My name is Tar, and I am the creator of Women of Power Empowerment Group in the Power Hour podcast. Uh, welcome back. This is episode number two. Um, thank you guys for listening to episode one about embracing change. I really appreciate all of the feedback, all of the encouragement, all of the love that I've been receiving. Uh, but this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, as I said before, I'll be touching on different topics. This topic is about friendship. Title is called Friend or Foe. Uh, and I have two special guests with me this episode. So we'll be discussing different things about friendship. Um, and so that's why I asked these two uh, power houses to join me. Uh, it's Anaya and Blair. Um, and I met them about two years ago at High Calling Ministries, which is our church. And I wanted to bring them on just because I wanted to do something different. I didn't want to bring on people that I've known for a long time uh, as friends. I wanted to bring on new faces, bring different content to the discussion. Uh, we all have challenges. We all have different things going on in our friendship. So just wanted to bring some people in into the discussion and share their experiences and different things like that. I wanted to also share my experiences, my perspective on the topic. It's been kind of a big topic in our church lately. So wanted to touch a little bit on it. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, Blair and I, you can go ahead and introduce yourselves, tell us a little bit about yourself and yeah, go ahead. Anaya, you can start. <laughs> My name is Anaya Watkins. Um, a little bit about me. I'm 26 years old. I have two degrees. I really love working with nonprofit organizations. I um, started a business, Sustainable Impact Planning and Consulting, um, to help nonprofits in their early stages develop um, their mission and visions and things like that. Um, I really love the Lord, <laughs> and I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Tar. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for being here. Um, I was, I really didn't know who to ask, to be honest, um, but I prayed heavily um, just because I've been going through, going through different things with friends, and I prayed and asked God, like, hey, who, who should I bring on, um, or if I should even bring anybody on. So um, I'm excited for you guys to be here. Um, Blair, you're up next. Yes, I'm pretty excited to be on this call. I, when you uh, texted me, I was like, wow, I was chosen? That's pretty cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, my name is Blair, uh, 28 years old. I am current, I just received my associates in computer engineering, still trying to figure out what I want to do next. Uh, currently working at Chick-fil-A. I'm a director there, and I'm very heavily involved with the youth at our church. So, yeah. Great, great, great. So um, we're going to go ahead and jump in. So a little bit about this topic. Um, it's been really heavy on my heart lately. I've been going through, like I said, um, different changes in my friendships. 
Um, and so I just wanted to share a few things that I've been going through and um, just touching light on the topic of friendship. I believe that it's starting to um, go away a little bit. It's starting to, uh, it's not heavily talked about. And so we all know we have friends, um, but the topic is not really talked about. So that's why I really wanted to talk about it. And especially for us women, we, there's a lot of like jealousy, a lot of um, caution when we try to befriend people um, and just not really knowing how to be a friend. So that's what I really, really want to uh, talk about and a little bit of my experiences um, back in elementary and middle school I've, I've had a lot of friends um, talk to a lot of people and some people may think that that's uh, not me but <laughs> since I am very low key I don't do too much talking um, when I was in elementary and middle school I had a bunch of friends um, was always out, was in a lot of activities. Um, but I think my mom pretty much instilled that in me. And as I got older um, with dif different experiences, that, that kind of washed away. I started going into my shell. I didn't really talk to people. And so within the last two years, I've really been um, trying to transform that, trying to change that perspective and and befriend more people. It's been very tough, um, but I believe that it's something that God is really trying to pull out of me. So, um, and that's another reason why I wanted to um, bring this topic up. I also believe that in our culture, we just aren't um, really learning how to be a friend. Um, and that can mean different things. And so that's what I really kind of want to jump in first is what do you guys think the true meaning of a friend is? And anybody can start. Okay, I can I can start. Um, so whenever I hear the word friend, I automatically think of, like, a person that I share some type of special bond with. Um, and... My two brothers in Christ just taught about this in, in our uh, YSF, which is our youth program at the um, at our church. But they said friends you usually start with, like, sharing certain interests with, like common interests. But then as you get older, then you start sharing common uh, values and morales with. So, like, now the the friends that I have now, we all believe in Jesus. You know, we all have the same belief system. So... I think um, as you start stepping away and as you start growing older, you don't really care if you like the same things. It's more all about, like, what you care about. So um, if I find, you know, somebody that cares about the same things I care about, that, like, that's more – I'm prone to, like, um, draw closer to them. So, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So, sorry, follow-up question. So when, yeah. when you – befriend people um, because of things that you guys have in common, do you tend to brush off the people that don't have anything in common with you? Or how, like, how do you kind of, like, 
do things different with people who are similar and people who aren't similar? Um, so, again, like, common interest, like, to me, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, if, if one of my friends, like, I mean, if a person likes country and I don't really like country, that doesn't matter anymore. But for a person that, you know, shares the same belief system, then I'm, I'm likely to gravitate towards them. Now, the people that don't have the same beliefs, I don't think they get brushed off in a sense because I'm, a, like, a super outgoing, super um, friendly person. But I'm not prone to hang out with them as often, I would say. But I, I think as, as personally, I don't care what you believe in or what common interests you share with me. I just, I take the initiative to be everybody's friend, period. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and I ha- what, what, what's your meaning or of, of a friend? Um, my meaning of a friend is somebody who I have a personal connection with and a relationship with. Going back to what Blair was saying, it's usually that common interest thing that, like, initiates the friendship. So we can, I mean, a common interest could be as small as, like, going to the same school. And um, that's, that's usually what bursts the whole friendship. Um, or it could be an acquaintanceship, but the friendship actually begins once we develop a relationship. Once I start to move past the the common interest thing that got us together and like actually getting to know you and actually like developing a solid relationship with you. Gotcha, gotcha. That's that's interesting because for me, I like so when I try to befriend someone, I I look at common. Uh, things that we share but I'm very like guarded and that's what I'm working on now Um, trying to open up more Um, not going in like telling you all of my business but at least uh, having a conversation because I know sometimes it may seem like I'm very like um, like I don't want to be approached I've gotten that a lot of times um, and so I am working on that. And I think that um, friendships evolve. I don't believe that it, it that you should go right into it like, hey, this is my best friend. I do believe that friendships have different levels, different dynamics. Um, and so I think we tend to, some people, not all, we go in thinking that we're supposed to just tell tell this person all of your business. And I think that it has different different levels. Do you guys go into it, like, giving all of your business, or are you just, like, kind of, like, side-eyeing? <laughs> or, like, this is the opportunity, let me tell them this. Or, like, how – because I've gotten that someone told me that I'm what, – what did this person say? That I was – that I'm not open enough. Yeah, that, that our friendship was very surface, and I felt like, well, I mean, I'm pretty open. I'm, I don't mind telling you, you know, different things about me. Um, but when do you like start to tell like all of your business? Is that like at the beginning, or like how do you know when it's the right timing? Right. That's it's that's very that's a good question and a difficult one. That um, I don't think I share deep stuff in the beginning, but I will share something in the beginning because I think 
like I learned a long time ago, like transparency is, is the bridge to like great communication and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to be like a friend to everyone. So if there, if I see, you know, if I see you guarded um, on, on the other side, I'm going to reveal something about me to, to make you feel more comfortable to share whatever it is that you don't want to necessarily, sh- necessarily share. And it's not all a plan. You can't say, like, oh, I'm a plan to share this at this time and then maybe not share this at this. It's never planned. Like, you have to, I well, for me, it's never planned. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to feel some type of comfortability around you to share mm-hmm. something. But um, if it's fresh, if it's new, I'm not sharing all my business, but I am sharing something just to, like, just to, you know, take the initiative to say, like, hey, I want to be your friend and I'm here for you and I want you to be here for me in a sense and um I know it's like really hard to like trust people and I've I've heard a few times that you know I'm I'm kind of too trusty and I kind of share too much in the beginning but um I don't have no I don't have a problem with that and if it backfires on me like if my business gets out there then that's on that person that decided to share my business that that's not on me like that's that I just can't worry about stuff like that Gotcha, gotcha. Tara, I am just like you. I am retarded. <laughs> I do not tell my business to, to Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I am I'm very private. I don't like people knowing things about me and part of that is because um I'm always thinking about how I look to other people and I wanna look mm-hmm. like I have things together when really things are falling apart. Um, but there are these moments and the Holy Spirit will prompt me to get out of my comfort, get out of my comfort zone and share mm-hmm. something, share something that I don't want to share, um, to my friends. Um, and every time I do it, I always feel so much better because they give me the love and support that I need. So right. it's kind of just. When the when the Holy Spirit is kind of nudging you to open up and share, then that's the moment. Like only the Holy Spirit knows those moments. But um, yeah, I definitely share that same struggle of not wanting to open up to people and kind of just stand to myself. Yeah, it's always beneficial when I can like just have that transparency moment with them. It's always great. And I think that, and I'm like that to a point where I'm like. Because I'll hear the Holy Spirit tell me, like, you know, share this. And like I said, I don't have a problem with sharing um, because the things that I've been through, I truly believe that it can help someone. So I'm not too scared to talk about the things that I've been through. Um, But for me, it it is a trusting. And like I said, I am working Mm -hmm. on it, but it is a trusting. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm also learning recently um, some things that have been happening with me, I've told um, some people some things, and it it backfired. And so I automatically like went into went into my shell. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm learning that just like what Blair said, that, and you touched on a good point that um, what I'm learning is that I have to be confident in myself not to go into my shell. Um, and just believe that it that it wasn't me, it was the other person. Um, it was something that, you know, that they're dealing with, and it just happened to be what I told them. 
Um, so I think that actually, honestly, <laughs> comes with maturity um, because it took me what, 28 years to get there. Um, and I'm still learning, but um, I do believe that, that we have to step back when things happen like that. We have to step back and really evaluate and, and say that everything is not about us. And I, for me, rejection is, is like heavy for me. So if anything happens, I'm automatically like thinking it's a rejection. And so I have to learn like it, it's not always about me. I shouldn't have to go into a hole because of what the other person did. By all means, apologize if it's something that I've done but move forward. And I think we miss that in, in our friendship. Some some people, we like myself, we go into our hole or we just cut people off or uh, we start doing what the other person did. And now it's, it's, the dynamic of the friendship has just changed. Um, and so that kind of brings me to, to my next question. Do you believe that conflict and friendships are necessary. Okay, wait, I had a question for and Anaya, but more so Anaya. We've been friends for um, a long time, I think. We've been friends for years. Uh, but it took us a long time to get closer. So my question was, because you both said that, you know, you start off, like, really guarded. So I was wondering, did that stem from, like, a past hurt? Or do you, did you guys grow up, like, a certain way? Like, you just knew automatically, hey, I'm always going to be guarded? Or where did you learn that from? Hmm, that's and a I, really great question. Yeah, I was just about to say that's a good question. I, I think I ended up moving with my dad. And we never talked about, like, why I was moving with my dad. So um, for years, I kind of felt like she was, abandoning me um and so i believe that's really where it kind of stemmed from is um not having that talk with her um and it just made me go into a not trusting anyone because when she told me i was moving i was actually going through something with two friends we went to the same school went to the same church and so when I found out they went back and told my mother something, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I thought we was cool. Like, I thought we were friends. So I believe that's kind of where it came from. It definitely came from that experience that I'm just kind of guarded with talking to people. Mm. So. Um, I'm not sure if this was like a learned behavior. I just think I'm just naturally an introvert. And an achiever. Um, so I don't like to, I just don't like opening up <laughs> to people. Um, I never have. I just like to stay to myself, stay quiet, stay reserved, allow people to think what they want to think and make their own um, assumptions about me. Um, I just, I just love being low key and just to myself. So there wasn't any um, experience like Tar because I can imagine where somebody just, you know, uh, betray you the way that they, that, that they have and you just, like, close up and don't want to, like, share anything. I can imagine. But for me, it's just a natural thing for me because I'm just a naturally introverted, just, like, saying to myself. And when I minister, 
and God like wants me to be transparent on the um you know while I'm standing and ministering to a church I um I usually break down and cry because mm. I don't I, I just don't like it <laughs> but I want to be obedient to God I don't like yeah um, sort of like to me doing that it's, it's like opening up a band-aid and showing everyone your wound and I, I it's the most uncomfortable thing for me um so yeah I usually cry <laughs> when I'm up there and that's part of the reason why yeah I think um like I said when I was in elementary and middle school I was very like involved um my mom kept me and my sister in all types of activities for me it was definitely a habit that was adopted um it wasn't natural for me um and so now it's harder trying to get out of that habit (laughs) so um yeah it is is because i do believe that sometimes it can be a hindrance friendship um and I didn't I didn't believe that before but um just you know going through different things lately I do believe sometimes not all the time sometimes it is a hindrance um and especially if you're not up front with people um and Mm -hmm. that's also something that um I'm trying to work on is be up front Telling people like, hey, I may seem like I'm like, I don't want to talk to you, but that's not what it is. Um, I'm to myself, but it's nothing against you. <laughs> um, so I think that that kind of will help. Um, mm. That's what I was going to ask you if you were up front with them and they still got upset with you about it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Um, and it only happened once. I've only, like, been up front once. So I don't want to just be like, okay, this happened one time, this one and done. Um, no, I want to keep trying. It's tough, but I have uh, explained it, and it's still kind of backfired. I mean, we're better now, but, um, yeah, it did. And I don't know if it was how I said it. It could have been how I said it. But... <laughs> um, at least I kind of stepped out of, out of my comfort zone and, and explained that it's not the person, it's me. This is who I am. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think for me and Anaya, it's to be cautious. Um, yeah, sometimes I do believe that it's a hindrance, but it's also for me, I have to recharge. Like, I don't like to be around a lot of people a lot. Um, give me a few days and then a day or two, maybe three days, I'm like all to myself. I won't talk to anybody. Um, and that is how I recharge because if I don't, I go into a complete like, um, isolation. So I think sometimes it's a hindrance and sometimes it's good. So it just depends on how it's done, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you uh, recognize that it can be a hindrance and hopefully you, you know, can start building up the courage to, um, to open up more so that your yeah. friendships can be better. 
yeah i think um that that is something that is going to be a, a, like an ongoing thing for me um even in like a romantic relationship um i go into isolation um i shut down uh but yes i i'm in continuous prayer about not isolating myself um from people and um but also um understanding that this is who i am but not making that an excuse not saying well this is who i am so deal with it or leave that i i don't want it to be that but learning that this is who i am but using it for the best not for the worst so um i have been been learning that and also trying to like i said change my um my habits so um so i believe we we didn't get to the do you believe that conflict is necessary in friendships Um, We could touch on that a little bit. Do you truly believe that's necessary or no? Um, that's, I, uh, okay. So I think it is necessary. And the reason why I'm kind of like hesitant because I don't really have a lot of conflicts in a lot of my um, friendships, um, except for one. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But um, I... No, how about you get into it now? Oh, you want me to get into it now? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Get into this conflict. Okay, get into the conflict. <laughs> I, I was going to warm up to it. Like, I was going to do all in one thing. Um, let me start off with my non-conflict uh, friendship. So I think it's very necessary because... Um, I think you're going to go through some bad times, and it's good to see, like, how your friends are going to, like, hold up through those bad times. And if you don't never see a bad time with somebody, mm-hmm. then, I don't know, it's just like a fairy tale. And that you, mm-hmm. and then one day you wake up from a dream, you're like, oh, man, I didn't even know it could be like this. And it's because you never went through a conflict or a bad situation. So I think it's necessary um, so me and my uh, my best friend named Sierra, uh, we've been in probably two to three conflicts, maybe just two, over the past, like, maybe five years or something like that. And I think it's made us both better and it's made, of, made us both grow. But if we didn't have those two conflicts, we still would have been really cool. But mm-hmm. I don't think we would be as close. Now, yeah. getting to the one friendship that I have conflicts with all the time, um, I want to say that we've grown, like, a lot, and he's probably going to listen to this, so let me just go ahead and, because I'm pretty sure he already knows who he is. His name is Jonathan. Um, and Jonathan, he wears, like, total opposites in a sense, I guess you could say, and we kind of, like, butt heads, but I've grown to kind of um, just be used to him, so I don't mm-hmm. even, like... <laughs> I don't know how not be used to him because that is, like, one of my closest friends, I can't say, like, now. Um, but, like, in the beginning, we would fight, like, all the freaking time. But I think we're we're closer because 
we fought, but I don't want to say, like, oh, you need to fight with your best friend. Yeah. You need to fight with somebody. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you do fight, that shouldn't be the end. You should never, I yeah. think you should never end a friendship on bad terms. Like, you should both mutually come to some type of agreement, like, all right, I've outgrown you, or all right, yeah. this isn't it anymore. I don't think a friendship should ever end off of bad terms. So if you guys can mutually say, like, uh, both on both sides, say, like, hey, I said some stuff or I wasn't thinking. And when you are in an argument, I will say, you need to take responsibility and blame. Like, you just can't. Like, because I've done that for years. Like, I always think about what the other person does, but I don't never think about what I do and what I say. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to kind of take responsibility for what I do in the uh, argument or in the fight, and that has uh, made my friendships better, I think. Um, so, yeah, I think I think they're necessary. I think they are. Totally, totally agree. I'm a I'm a give my my two cents as soon as the night. Because <laughs> you touched I, on something um, that I wanted to talk about, so. I do not believe they're necessary, but I do believe that they're inevitable. Like, a friendship is a relationship, and in any relationship, you are not going to agree on everything, and you will see some conflict sooner or later. Um, it's just unavoidable. Like, you can't dodge it. Um, there is going to be some times where you just, man, like, I really don't appreciate how you didn't show up to my event today. Like, I invited you. You say you were going to come, and you didn't come. Like, it's just going to be those little conflicts that come up and arise, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's with any relationship. Um, But I do believe that in the end, it only makes a friendship stronger, and uh, it just, it's a test, and only the strong will survive. Yeah, so I I 100% believe that, um, and I'm I've just gotten here maybe like three weeks ago, <laughs> so this is like very new for me because I didn't believe that friendships needed conflict at all, only because I was the person avoiding. So, um, like I said, it, it's like really recent that I'm like, yeah, it's definitely need it and the reason why is because the people that I am closest to um we've had conflict and kind of back to what Blair was saying I think when and I think where we're missing the mark is when conflict happens we either run away or like I used to do cut people off like I'm done completely um or we don't know how to react to it. We don't know how to deal with the conflict. And so that was me. I didn't know how to deal with it. I'm like, I'm just going to avoid it, never talk to this person again, and it's just going to be that. Um, but I think that's where we kind of got to do better is, is learning how to deal with it, learning how to uh, react to the conflict. Um, by far, it has made my friendship uh, much stronger. Um, even with uh, with John, like the things that, um, and we've only known each other not not for long, but um, we had a huge conflict. And uh, 
but it made me trust him more. It makes me trust people more. And I'm not saying that, hey, let's be friends. All right, next week we get in the argument. It's not, it's not like that. But right. um, what I had to learn was when it happens, that you gotta, you have to step in there. You have to communicate, or it will not. It's not going to work. Um, but what I also believe is I don't want it to be forced. And I think sometimes that happens too. Is that um, some people want to be in a relationship, want to be in a friendship. And then when something happens, um, they're forcing it. If it's not meant, um, if it's not in God's will, I, I still believe that not cutting them off, but the dynamic will change. You may not talk to this person every day anymore. Um, you may hang out with them every so often. Um, but I do believe the dynamics change. Um, and that can be for better or for worse. Um, and that kind of was bringing me to my next thing was, um, I know I had this conversation with someone a few weeks ago about um, different levels in a friendship. Um, do you truly, do you believe that, that friendships have different levels? Because um, I know people out here calling like, that's my best friend. Um, I could tell her or him anything, but you just met him or met her like three weeks ago. Like, do you believe like there's levels, different dynamics in a friendship and how like, do you navigate through those levels? Yes, I absolutely believe that there are levels. Um, I don't believe if all your friends were on a, were on a, level playing field you're you're eventually gonna gravitate towards one and they're gonna move up a level like I don't I just don't think that it's um it's possible to have everybody equally on the equal playing field so I do believe that there are levels um there's you know your best friends there are friends your friends you're close with and then there's friends who you might um you know who are your coworkers, but you guys are still mm-hmm. friends, and they're not your best friends. They're just like your best friends at work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah I absolutely believe that there are levels. Um, and I mean, you rise through the ranks based on your trust with one another. Yeah. And the more you open up and get to know each other, you might just start to connect more and more, and then yeah. you move up through those through the ranks. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I, I think there's certain levels to to friendships. There's different types of friendships, like you said. Um, best friends, close friends, friends, associates, um, all that. I think how I navigated the same thing with you and I is like trust. And for me, a big uh, comfort. If I'm not comfortable around you, then I'm not going to choose to be around you a lot. And uh, one of my big things that I just, like, figured out, like, like, I love to laugh. So, like, if you are pretty dull or corny, I don't really see myself seeking you out a lot. I'll still, like, hang with you because I can be the I'm – the, I'm the funny friend. I can be the funny friend. But, I mean, I always look for balance in all of my friendships, especially the ones that I am with a lot. So if there's, like, an imbalance – 
then I'm not going to seek you out as much. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how to navigate through. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I think for me, navigating um, through friendships, I it's definitely a trust thing. Um, if we have either, like, shared something with each other or, like I said before, a conflict arises, um, or one thing that's big for me is support. Um, that's, like, mm, yeah. the top top thing for me is support. And, and what that looks like is not, like, you got to show up to every event or whatever. It's, like, just knowing that you have my back, um, for me, is, like, top thing. And so um, that's kind of how I navigate is, are you supporting me through my failures? Um, not not enabling me, but supporting me and, and also holding me accountable. Are you just not saying anything and mm-hmm. you just letting me do, you know, do whatever? Um, that for me is, is huge. If you are supporting me, because I feel like I'm, I'm a great supporter. Like I'm the type of person that, um, if we cool, I will go like a hundred percent for you. Um, whether it's, uh, it can be anything. Um, and so I feel like that people should do the same. And I know that sounds cliche, but, um, I do believe that that's how I navigate through my friendships is definitely the support. Um, even the smallest things of like my birthday, like if we not like, if you, I don't hear from you, like I thought we were cool for me. That's like, uh, I'm giving side eye and I know that sounds bad, but I am I'm giving side eye. Like if we cool, we've been friends for a while and I just don't hear from you on my birthday. Like, why are we even, why are we even being friends? <laughs> um, and I might be like, not big for anybody, but for me, the support is, is big for me. And so um, next thing that kind of brings me to my next question. Um, what value do you hold up for a person to be a friend? Like what, does your friend have to uphold to be in a relationship or a friendship with you? I have to be able to trust you. Like, that's, like, the number one thing. If I can't mm-hmm. trust you, then we can't be friends. Um, I also have to be able to rely on you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, right. It can be as simple as just doing what you say you're going to do. Like, that that to me goes so far. you just mm-hmm. doing exactly what you say you're going to do. And then I need you to be honest with me. Like, if you're my friend and if I'm welling out, I need you to tell me. You know what I yes. mean? Like, don't, yes. you know, if there's something in my teeth, like, I need you to tell me. Tell me when I'm not um, up to par. Yeah. So, yeah, those are, like, my three things. Yeah. Um, Blair, what you got? What do I got in my back pocket? Uh, let me <laughs> see. Um, I think number one, I also agree with um Anaya, by the way. Anaya, you like hitting it. Yeah, yes, I agree. 
Um, number one thing is I think consistency for me mm-hmm. is huge, 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 huge. Uh, if I don't, like, hear from you for, like, months, that's kind of like a telltale. Like, all right, this person doesn't want to be my friend for real. So I need, like, the consistency. And that's what I think I touched on this a little bit earlier. I crave balance. Like, I don't need it, but I crave it. So mm-hmm. if, like, I can be the um, – I can be the extrovert. I can be the introvert. If if I'm in a room with a person and they're not saying anything, I can be that person for you to balance it out and bring the energy to the room. Um, it's draining for me because I'm I'm kind of like an ambivert. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. But um, but like I just I need that balance. Like that's like freaking everything to me. Like mm-hmm. if I'm talking. I want you to talk as well. If I'm being quiet, I want you to be quiet. And I'm not saying that you can't, like, talk if I'm, you know, not talking or whatever. But I just it just has to be, like, a, I got to feed into you, you feed into me. Because if I pour mm-hmm. everything out, I'm going to be empty. Yeah. But if you talk, then that also, if you, like, talk too much, then that drains me too. And I know I'm like, this is probably like, oh, but you're being really picky. But <laughs> that's what I kind of, like, pray for. Again, I don't need it. But that's what I really, really like in my friendships. Um, all my friends pretty give me uh, give me a, a pretty good balance of it. But those are my like my top two things is consistency and balance. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, that's interesting. I I, I think um, for me again, like I said, the support. Um, but also, um, I want to kind of touched more on holding me accountable um I didn't have that in a lot of my friendships or relationships and so um not that I was out here doing whatever but um just like the little things like because I deal with I'm kind of on the on the low spectrum of it but um I've been dealing with mild depression for years and so when I would be in relationships and I would just like go into my hole, like I felt like that person didn't like pull, like at least try to pull me out of it. Um, they just, you know, went about their business, even with friendships. Um, I just, I, I, I do believe that holding me accountable is, is, um, major for me. Um, even when I'm doing well in something, um, pushing me to go further. Um, and I and I talked to my counselor about this like a few weeks ago um, about kind of how do you feel when your friends don't uh, push you to your purpose? Like, are they just they're not saying like, hey, what about this business venture that you said, you know, months ago that you said you were going to start, but I haven't seen anything yet. Like, I honestly believe that should be in a friendship. We should be holding each other accountable. Also in relationships, um, if yeah. you're in a relationship with someone and that person is not treating you well, I feel like I, as a friend, should be able to hold you accountable and say, hey, sis, like, he is not, it's not for you. Um, 
and not being not getting upset about it or um cutting people off because your friend told you the truth um so i think accountability is major for me um and i think that in itself uh is not really like it's not talked about really um i think a lot of women in our generation um it's all like i don't need no friends need myself and i and i think that that's <laughs> yeah it's not <laughs> i think that's kind of uh it's not right i don't believe it's right um i've been learning that uh god of course did not make us to be alone um so we got to learn how to be in relations with people. Um, yeah. And accountability is is something that I truly believe that we, um, as our generation, we have to continue to talk about um, because we're not holding each other accountable. <laughs> I think we, we, not just saying we out here wilding out, but um, we're just not holding each other accountable. And when And when we do get someone who's holding us accountable, then we feel like they're jealous or we feel like they're, you know, they're not my friends and they telling me that I need to do this when it's right. Um, so I don't want to go in too much, but yes, accountability for me is a value that um, I truly believe that if you're going to be my friend, I need you to hold me accountable. And I would want you to say, Hey, I want you to hold me accountable as well. So, um, Yes. Yeah, so, did you guys have any other questions, or y'all want to talk about any other um, topics on friendship? Um, yeah. Oh, Anaya, did you say? Yeah, I just wanted to touch on like some basic practical things that you can do to maintain your friendship. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that um, that has helped my friendship is learning their love languages. That's like yes, yes, easy, practical yes. thing that you can do to just kind of maintain your friendship and to always make time. Um, yeah. And pause and uh, spend quality time with your friends. Um, and I like to think of like friendships like they're like plants. Like you have to like water them. And some friends might need a lot of watering, and some friends might not just need a little bit. But mm-hmm. you still have to water them. Um, and complete neglect will kill your friendship so yeah definitely take the time to water your friendship that's yeah good. definitely that's yeah. that's great and i i'm really big on the love languages thing learned about a, a few years back i was uh loving people how i wanted to be loved so it wasn't really working out so yeah. once i started learning people's love languages just our our friendships uh flourished so i mm-hmm. definitely, definitely agree and for those of you who don't know, just Google the five love languages and take the test so you can learn your love languages and have your friends take it too so you know theirs. Yes, love language is, is huge. So that's good, Anaya. Um, I did have that, that question of how to manage healthy friendships. Um, and so that is that is a major one is really learning learning your love language and, and communicating through that. Um is there anything else that you would kind of suggest on how to manage a healthy friendship? Anyone? 
Um, what big thing? Big thing. Communication. That's mm-hmm. probably like the biggest thing of all time. Like in, the number one thing that I can think of is communication. If you aren't telling the other person how you feel, and they if they're not saying how they feel, it's it's just it's bound for for you know arguments and the conflict that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. That, that person might have known you for a long time or they may have known you for a short amount of time. It doesn't matter. Like, you still have to be open because we – people change. You know, yep. we grow, mm-hmm. we change, and it's just inevitable that we uh, will, you know, go through mm-hmm. the conflict. If you mm-hmm. keep the lines of the communication open, it will never be, a, like, a serious problem, like, detrimental to your um, – to your friendship and I want to like touch on this one thing um if you're having problems with like uh your friends or problem making friends you don't care about having friends just know that God created us for relationship like Tara said um mm-hmm. so you know the lonely thing the loneliness that just like overtakes you and stuff like that your friends can help you get out of that and yeah. um like having a support system like Tara said that's 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 huge you everybody mm-hmm. um needs that so you can't really be scared to like have friends and you can't like be too prideful to have them either because we need each other we need yeah. male friends we need female friends i know a lot of females say like i don't really like being with uh yeah because females. oh man they cause too much drama blah blah hey man yeah. forget all that we yeah. need i need my sisters all right and you also do need your brothers because you know when you start dating guys as women uh, you need the male perspective. So uh, you need both sides. <laughs> you need female friends. You need male friends. Uh, don't go with the, you know, the world and say, oh, I don't need this. You do. I'm telling you, you do. I know it. I've lived it. You you do need that. And don't be scared to be vulnerable. You know, just, just be out mm-hmm. there and, you know, make friends. And the number one way um, – I make friends is, you know, just being transparent and just trying to be a friend. Like, I don't mm-hmm. I don't really um, assume that I'm going to be friends with everyone, but I mm-hmm. do assume that I'm going to be that friend first for everyone. So uh, people can, you know, depend on me whenever. I always just try to be that friend. So then they just open up and want to be my friend. So that's how, you, that's how I make my friends and stuff like that. So um, thank you, Tarf, you know, that's for having good. me. It's really fun. Yeah. Great I love great thank comments. you for thank you for joining. Um, I really appreciate. Like I said, this this topic has been weighing heavy. Um, yeah. And so my mentor actually told me a while ago, um, mm-hmm. and you just kind of touched on it. When I was in middle school and high school, I had way more guy friends than girlfriends. <laughs> right. Um, through high school and college, I had the same three girlfriends. Wow. Same three. Um, and literally right after college, honestly, when I started, um, coming to ATM, I started like (laughs) having more girlfriends. Right. And so it, it was, it was like a huge, huge difference for me. Um, and so, yes, we have to, um, remember that we need people. We need people. And, um, yes, my mentor told me, like, God is telling me that um, he is testing your friendship because he uh, wants you to speak about him. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was like, yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Like, I'm good off, <laughs> off this person. Like, I'm not trying to hear none of that. <laughs> but it's just revealing. This revelation is just like, yes, this is exactly what um, he wants me to do. I've been, things have been happening in my friendships for the last, like I said, about a month. And oh. I'm just like, God, I'm, I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. But um, it has truly helped me um, knowing the fact that um, these situations are tests, but they're mm-hmm. tests to make me a better friend. And that is my overall goal. Um, I haven't been, and I'm a V-Trans fan, I haven't been the best of friends. Um, and honestly speaking, I've cut people off, like I said before, but I am really, truly trying to really, really change that and be a good friend. And so that's really, like I said, why I wanted to do this. Um, we don't talk about friendships. I was just telling someone when we, you know, we're in elementary, we were in, um, middle school the first day we will always say like, did you meet any new friends? And that would be the end of the conversation. Like, we never said, you know, you know, who is this person? Why would you, you know, why did you befriend them? But mm-hmm. we instilled this getting married and having kids. I think friendship is, is the topic is just, it's not where it needs to be. And so that is ultimately why I wanted to have this conversation, have this discussion, um, especially for our generation, because we just, we don't talk about it. And so um, yeah. I think thank you guys for coming on um, and joining me. Uh, again, everybody out there, I will be having another deep topic very soon. Um, it is going to be, I didn't want to reveal it, but it's going to be on the topic of soul ties. Um, yes. So uh, come back and listen a few weeks from now. I'm going to be having some people on about soul ties. That is not a discussion we are talking about. I just read an article about sex demons, and um, it is a topic that we need to talk about. So thank you guys again for coming, um, coming on and joining me. Uh, everyone out there, um, please continue to listen and uh follow my journey um this is not me this is all god trust me um so i appreciate all the encouragement again i thank you guys for coming um and i'll see you guys soon thank you so much thanks for having us thank you thank you see ya